Well, hello, this is Ted Johnson with the Fish on Ted podcast. I want to thank everyone for joining us today. If you look at your calendars, we're recording this back in the middle of December of 2023. Kind of an interesting year for fishing, and uh, everybody's anticipating some great things happening in 2024. Um, Here in the Pacific Northwest, if you're following us from here, uh, we're blown out right now. We've been getting so much rain that uh, you can't find a fish for the mud in all of the rivers that are out here, but uh, we're hoping uh, that real soon things will clear up and I can grab my steelhead rod and go out and catch some steelhead here in the next couple of weeks as you go across the country. Um, some people are fishing in the sunshine. I was talking to a guy out of Georgia um, the other day, actually just, just yesterday, and uh, they're fishing redfish down there. And it sounds like uh, uh, in the uh, Florida and Alabama area, we've got uh, uh, snapper fishing coming up uh, and th- those seasons that are coming up uh, in, in the near future. And so we're excited to uh, just see what 2024 does. And so anyway, today I've got a great guest. I, I ran into this gentleman uh, while just kind of searching the internet and saw a product that he came out with. And I go, holy smokes, this is really pretty cool. And so I have brought him on. He's with a company called Arms Fishing. His first name is Tom. Uh, last name is Blavette. And Tom, hey, are you with us? Hi, Ted. I sure am, and uh, thanks for having me on your show. You bet. Happy holidays to you. I hope uh, you're staying warm. Yeah, I understand you're in Indiana. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, we're in Indiana. It's uh, a nice sunny day here. Oh, very good. Very good. Well, I I, I understand things are going to be changing in the next month or so uh, for all of us uh, with the weather patterns coming up. So uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, what, what happens with us. But, Tom, uh, you... And I connected up, I don't know, what was it, two or three weeks ago, something like that. And, and uh, yeah. you, you have designed a better mousetrap, if you, in, in my opinion, in <laughs> how rod holders are attached to boats and, and the functionality of them. And uh, it sounds like you got some real momentum behind you on this. Um, tell us a little about yourself, about how you started arms fishing, and a little about the product that you have. Well, um, uh, well, I, well, I'm actually, I'm a retired, I'm retired and I just retired in May and I, uh, and I had had this, uh, idea in my head for a while. I actually thought of it in my sleep one night. Uh, I, I have a bass boat and I, I wanted a way to troll and I, but I didn't want to drill holes in my, my boat. So I, uh, I had this idea in my head and, and it was uh, this uh, rod holder that I was able to come up with a way to, to clamp it underneath the lid of my bass boat and, uh, and go trolling with it. And uh, started out with uh, an aluminum setup and decided that wasn't good enough. And we've been working on it. And now we're, we finally come around to a, a nice, heavy-duty stainless steel setup. And um, it, it works. Um, it seems to be working really well. And, and and people so far have, had, have given us really good responses on it. Wow, that's cool. And and you filed for a patent on this and everything, haven't you? I mean, this is a serious venture for you. <laughs> yes, um, we did. Decide, we decided to to do the patent uh, be, because of the well, some encouragement from a, a, a fella named Tony Nicewander who owns APT Manufacturing, and, and he actually coaches my granddaughter in softball. 
And I took one of these to one of the, the games one time and showed it to him. And, and he's had some patents and he, he looked at it and, and he's, he's not done a lot of fishing, but he looked at it and he just thought the, the idea was really good. And, and he thought it was a solid thing. And, and he's, he's actually the one that suggested we go stainless steel and, and, um, and, and, he pushed me over the edge a little bit. Uh, he had a patent lawyer and said, yeah, you need to go talk to him. And he goes, you need to go ahead and go through with it. So we, so, uh, that's what we did. We went and talked to the patent lawyer and, and decided it was a good enough product and we were confident enough in it that, so we, we moved forward. Got it. Got it. So if I, if I backtrack a little bit, uh, with what you've just said, um, you have, what is it? A Skeeter bass boat? Is that what you have? And you, yes. you were looking for a way to, to troll from that without draw, drilling holes in the fiberglass or, or the structure of it. And you came up with this really interesting way of attaching it to the boat. Can you, can you tell us about that a little bit more? Yeah. yeah. So, um, we actually were down at, um, uh, at Knoxville at the, the Bassmasters Classic and, and, and I had thought of the idea, you know, and I knew, and, and we've been a little angle on our rod holder. And so when I was down there, I went around and looked at all the bass boats down there and thought just to see if what we made was going to work. And, and I didn't find a boat that it wouldn't work in. So, so I was confident. So what it is is you, you unlatch your lid and you lift your lid and we bent an angle on this rod holder and, and as you close the lid, you put that angle and that angle drops down inside the lip of the, of the boat. And then, and then and it shuts and you latch, you latch that lid and that rod holder is locked in there, uh, for the, the lid basically holds it in. Um, and, and we pulled on, we did some testing and it's, it's really solid just like that. Wow. That's cool. Now, how, how long ago was that bill? Um, so I, I, I'm sorry. I don't know if I caught that right. Did, how, how long ago did you, did you do that testing and that sort of thing? Uh, you, you've been oh, okay. working on the product for what, a couple of years, something like that. Yeah. So it's probably been about a year now. Okay. About a year. Uh-huh. Wow. And, um, and, and, and so, and then this, and then through this past summer is when we, I started actually getting out and testing it and had the, the, just because I didn't want to do anything until I, I was confident enough uh, that it was going to stand up to a beating, you know, to stand up to some 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 harsh water uh, dragging. We, we went musky fishing and drug musky lures through the weeds on purpose to see how the lid how the lid held that in place uh-huh. to make sure that it was going to sustain and and it, it did we drew, we were dragging these these big musky lures through the weeds and um and uh it 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 held up fine and uh and so we were really confident at that point as far as catching bigger fish or catching that it was going to do okay um I, I i know i did have one guy um actually uh break his rod uh he didn't have his drag set right but uh so the uh, rod holder didn't give out, but his rod did. Um, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so, so that could happen, but yeah. um, it's not because the rod holder is because he didn't have a drag set, and he right. and he just and he got into some trees, and he and uh, so, but it held up. It, the thing is, it held up, and and the lid of his boat held. He has a 
fast boat as well, and, and it held up just fine. So, Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, you know, and, and thank you so much. You've sent me a couple of, uh, of, uh, of your rod holders to take a look at before this interview. And, and, uh, when I, I took one out of this plastic, uh, uh, packaging that you sent, I mean, the packaging is great. It looks great. It, it, it's, it's an amazing piece of gear, but you know, it looked like something that, uh, could hold up on, on, uh, uh, on a tank. I mean, holy smokes, you're, you're, you're not going to bend this thing. Um, you're not going to break it. The boat's going to wear out before it does. Um, and, uh, that, that's what just amazed me about it is that not only, you know, does it have functionality to troll with behind, you know, a, a bass boat, but, uh, the applications for other types of fishing, whether it be saltwater fishing for larger species of fish where you're trolling or maybe you're jigging or something like that. And, um, you know, you're kind of in a swell, uh, and, and, and you let the, the rod jig itself, um, you don't have to be there and hold it and worry about that $800 rod going overboard. I mean, this thing is, is, has some real, uh, real legs to it, man. Yeah. I, I think that, um, like you said, when you receive those, we were happy to send those to you just because we feel like once you have them in your hands, when you feel the weight of them and you feel how strong they are or sturdy they are, then that gives you the confidence that you're, you're buying, you're buying something that is, that is, is, is good and is strong and, and, um, a rigid. So, sure. um, and, and that's what we're hoping when we go to these shows that we, that, that people walk up and they pick, you know, if you look at it online, you can't, it, it looks good, but you can't necessarily tell, you know what the quality of that product is, but when you pick it up, when you pick it up, that's when you go, okay, this thing is, it's pretty stout. It's gonna, it's really, it's gonna hold up. Yeah. The prime, the, the prime guy that delivered it probably had to cinch his belt up a couple, couple times to get it up. (laughs) I'm kidding. But, but I mean, literally it, uh, it, it, it's, uh, it's a piece of work, man. That is absolutely amazing. Now you were telling me in one of our conversations that, you're you're starting to see other types of uh, fishermen and other types of boats utilizing uh, the rod holder just in a very short period of time. Can you tell us and expand more on that? Well, so I've actually had uh, the a, a guy that who well he was he wanted to drift with it. The guy I was talking about for steelhead, uh-huh. and that was the first sign to me that that we're in a. I wasn't expecting steelhead market, but then when he explained how he was using it, that made me understand, well, this market can be bigger than what I thought. Mm-hmm. And then, and I, and I actually had uh, somebody actually buy one and put it on a pond. They're going to put it on their pontoon because really? they can put it right on the top rail Yeah, and they have a pontoon boat on a lake and they have walleye in that lake and they can put it right on that rail. And, and uh, so I didn't really expect the pontoons, but uh, another guy has a skiff boat. And, and he wants, he wants them for his skiff boat. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously we were really directing it towards bass boats when we started. That was our main, that was our main target. Cause we thought this will be great for bass fishermen. Cause they don't want to put, uh, I had a guy from North Carolina. Um, his name's Steve Moore. He's a NASCAR driver. And he called me up and he said, he goes, I love the looks of this. He says, I just bought a $100,000 bass boat. And he says, when I seen this, he goes, I was excited. 
He goes, but you got to do something for me. He said, you got to get me parallel to the water. And he says, you got, I can see I'm going to have a little interference on the corner. He said, if you can fix those things. And I said, well, you know what? We're in the process of fixing them now. And I said, I said, so I actually modified them. And my brother, Jack, he's got a little machine shop. I went and modified the holders there. And uh, I took pictures and sent them to this guy. And he said, send them to me right now. So, really? <laughs> so we are learning from our customers. Um, they're, they're teaching us um, how to make things even better so mm-hmm. well I, so, I, yeah, yeah i was impressed at you know at the mechanism itself and the simplicity of it but but the you know just the the absolute brilliance and how you can can set your rods at various levels and and you know in in uh, conjunction with where the boat is and where you want the rod to, to um you know the angle at and and that was yeah. just amazing to me i mean uh, it uh, it it Again, it um, it's something that you can use in many different uh, parts of the, of the boat if you're trolling and keep you know keep away from other people's lines and that sort of thing. One of the things that that I was seeing in, in this product is that for people that uh, are like like a drift boat guide or have a drift boat and they take people fishing with them and that sort of thing, you know the the oarsman is really busy. They're they're trying to keep you out of trouble and and uh, keep the boat going straight, but they like to fish too, you know, and yeah. these little yeah. uh, uh, plastic rod holders that have been used, you know, have these little dials on them and you put your rod in it and put the dial on it. And then all of a sudden when a fish hits, you've got to be on the oars and turning the dial and trying to grab the, the rod and pulling it out. And by that time, most, you know, the fish is gone. If you're the oars, yeah, you've lost it. it yeah, but this yeah. thing, you know, it because of the way that the drift uh, the drift boats are set up and the and the fish boxes and the tackle boxes that are built into it, you can use that little lip that you put in there and put this thing almost anywhere. And you've got a really really stout rod holder that uh, you don't have to fiddle with much once you know once that thing goes bending over with a twenty pound fish at the end. I mean, it, um, uh, you know, I, again, I think this thing really has some, has, has some legs in that market for you too. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that, that it does just because of the rigidity of it, the strength of it. And, and, um, I, and I have one guy, he had uh, lids on his boat, but he didn't, he said, I don't have latches on him, but he said he, he goes, but, but he goes, I'm, I'm going to put a latch on it. He says, because he says, it's going to just allow me, he said, I'm not going to have to hold that rod in my hand and I can, yep. it's just going to, it's going to, it's going to allow me to not have to attend that rod all the time and have the confidence that, um, I'm not going to lose a rod over the side or I'm, you know, it's in, and, uh, it can be doing other things. Yeah. Um, exactly. Exactly. And, and, and that's when I took the pictures you've seen of my grandsons. I had two grandsons in that picture and, and, you know, I can take those boys out bluegill fishing and, and I don't have to worry as much about the rods going over the side and they, they just, you know, they can sit there and just watch a bobber or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, they're not, they're not fiddling around all the time or they can go fiddle around. They can kind of go do something else and the rods are still sitting there. And <laughs> so, um, so it's, it's worked for that too. It's been a, a, it's actually been a lot of help for my fishing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And, and, and gosh, the pricing on these things is very, very reasonable compared to the other products that are out there. I mean, it, uh, 
it, you know, you're not going to break the bank doing it. And um, it, uh, I would imagine that, yeah. you know, you're getting orders for multiples of these for, you know, for different boats and that sort of thing. Yeah, we've had a couple of people order four of them. Um, um, usually people buy two, but, uh-huh. um, but we have had people uh, order four at a time. And yeah. um, I, I got a, a guy in, down in Tanner, Alabama that's selling them out of his, it's his, his bait storage custom um, baits and tackle. And, and uh, he, you know, he's the same way. He's seen them and he was just, he, he goes, I, you know, I like them and he goes out, I, I want to put them in my bait store. And he goes, there's a, he said, it must be right on the river down there. But he said, he, he goes, I think my cat fishermen are going to use these. So, um, uh-huh. so, so I, you know, it's a, I, I'm constantly hearing different, uh, fishing venues that, that, uh, people are interested. Um, so yeah. So. Yeah, very good. Now, now you got started as a young guy, didn't you? I mean, that in in the fishing, uh, uh, in 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 sports fishing and that sort of thing. You were saying that your your father would take you fishing quite a bit. Is that uh, where you got your passion? Yeah, it, it was. It is where I got my passion, and, and uh, you know, I we come we come from a family. We have eleven kids. I have four brothers and six sisters. So my dad my dad would work second shift at GE and he was a tool maker and he would call home, you know, he'd call home on Friday evening to talk to mom and, and he'd say, have the boys water the lawn, get out there and get some night cars. We're going to go fishing in the morning. But he, so he would, so we'd get up at, at four in the morning. He'd get off work at, at, at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock at night. And he would get back up at four, four thirty in the morning. And my mom would get up and she would fix us breakfast she'd have she'd wow. fix us eggs and she would get up and fix us breakfast and and um and she was a uh she was such a good mother and and but she would do that and we would go fishing that day and and by the time we get home we wore out my dad had to be wore out but um that that man was uh he was dedicated to his family and and um and us and so he got us into fishing he got us into hunting he was a trapper um our Christmas presents sometimes came from him trapping. Um, he would, uh, he would trap and, and, uh, and do, take care of He did his own skinning and all his own pelts and, and he'd sell the pelts at, at Christmas time. And he'd give the money to mom to, to, to buy us Christmas gifts. So, oh, no <laughs> so, really? so yeah, so like my dad got me started and, and, uh, and then it's blossomed, you know, my, I, all my kids fish and, and, and my, uh, my son-in-law who's sitting here, he fishes and we bass fish. I, I fish a, a, a circuit with my son. Um, in the summertime, we, we fish a bass, uh, bass circuit. And, yeah. um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty much been a, a passion all along. Oh, that, that's great. You know, I've got, I've got, got a huge question that came from your story there. How did you guys stick 11 kids in one car or could you? <laughs> <laughs> no, we had a station wagon ah, and, yeah. and it, it had the back, the back seat, you know, where you sat and looked out the back, and right. and and oftentimes, of course, we didn't have to have seat belts on then. Yeah, but uh, they, they were uh, they would they would um, we would have to sit on each other's lap sometimes. I'll bet you. But uh, <laughs> oh. well, I, I, if you don't mind, I'll tell you a quick, interesting story about my dad taking 
my it was I think it was my younger brother Chris and myself and him in one boat. This was in a twelve foot John boat. Yeah. And my brother Jack, my sister Carol, and my brother Ed went in another John boat. And we went out on this. We rented these boats. We went out on this little this little lake. And uh-huh. and they're about hundred yards from us. And all of a sudden, we hear a big old splashing noise. And there's my brother Jack. He's standing up in the boat with the paddle, with the paddle, and he's swinging at the water. What? And my dad is about to have a heart attack because we're sitting over there, and he's watching, and he's yelling at Jack to sit down before he dumps the boat over. Right, right. Well, he's swinging. He was swinging at a snake that wrapped around the fish basket. Oh, wow, <laughs> really? Yeah, so it was hilarious. I mean, I can still remember my dad just getting all worked out because I'm sure he was thinking, I'm going to lose three kids yeah. today. I'm going to go. <laughs> How am I going to explain this to mama when I get home? Holy <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> just, a, just, a fan, just an interesting story. I uh, Sorry about that. But <laughs> no, that's a great story, man. That That's, uh, that's funny. That is funny. So uh, you're going to be doing some trade shows coming up this year, right? Um, um, yeah. Uh, what, what trade shows are you going to be showing your uh, rod holders at, Tom? So um, we're going to do the ultimate fishing show in Detroit first, and that's January 11th through the 14th. Okay. Um, and, and and then uh, we're also going to do the Indiana Fishing Expo show, and that that's February 3rd and 4th. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, uh, let's see, then I'll, we'll go to the Fort Wayne sports vacation and boat show and show there. And then the ultimate calf fishing crappie fishing expo, uh, down in Kentucky, the 23rd and 24th in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Oh, wow. You're going to be busy. Aren't you coming in, come the first. Yeah. Year. Yeah. 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 I, I would imagine that, and, and you're going to have a, have a, have a booth at each one of these shows, right? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. We're, um, we're, we're kind of going all in here and, and, uh, trying to get the, get our name out there a little bit better and let people put these in their hands and, and, uh, and take a good look at them and see, see, you know, how strong they are. And right. So now, now be- before this though, if people wanted to take a look at the, at the product themselves, uh, itself, they can go to what is it? Armsfishing.com. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Armsfishing.com. Okay. Yep. And you and you have a great video on there also that uh, shows the the rod holder in action and, and it, uh, it it's impressive. Yeah, we we made that video. You know, and we're not we don't have a professional video company or anything doing this, so we're we're we are uh, we're rookies at it, and and um, and uh, we think the video looks pretty good. We think it shows what the rod's capable of, or just it, it, it uh, does the job. I think so. Uh huh. Absolutely. Um, and, and you have some, uh, you have a, a couple stores now that are selling the, the rod holder for you also. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So, so we have them in the, well, in the custom made baits and tackle shop in Tanner, Alabama. Okay. We have them in the bobber shop in McCordsville, Indiana. Uh-huh. Um, we have, we have at Lake, we will have them at Lake Drive Marine in Coldwater, Michigan. And, um, and then, uh, off the hook outdoors in Eugene, Missouri. Oh, very good. And, and of course they can buy them directly off of the website also, correct? 
Yes, yes. They can, yes, at armsfishing.com. Got it. And and are there different sizes, you know, for somebody that maybe has a bluegill pole and, and then they also fish for musky because you couldn't, you probably couldn't use the same yeah. size for both, right? Yeah, so we do have two sizes. We have we have uh, the pass through hole for the for the rod. We have a smaller size than an inch and a quarter, which would probably be more for your bluegill rods and or or maybe crappie fishermen. And then uh, we have a inch and a three quarter size for the larger rods, the musky fishermen, walleye, uh, cat fishermen. Um, yeah, so yeah, we offer two sizes at this point. Okay. Okay, very good. Any anything anything uh, uh, new coming up in the in the future from uh, Arms Fishing? Well, actually, I, I actually have a, a friend of mine. Um, he's a design engineer, uh, and, and uh, he's working on it a little bit. Um, I, there's a guy at um, his name's Jim Frantham. He's he's with APT, uh, okay. and he's helped me with the designs a little bit. Um, he uh, uh, just basically uh, simplified things for me. Okay. Um, when I first made them, I, I had a bull pattern off the one side, and I was just using one center hole. And then he and he suggested, "Well, I think we need to we need to put it on both sides. We need to be able to rotate it." So I've had some help along the way with that, and um, and uh, so we do. So we're working on one that that will uh, swivel on top. So, so when that rod holder's steady, you'll ask you all to take it and move it right to left. If you say you wanted to, you know, target or you, you were sitting still or something and you, and you just wanted to shift it to the left, you could actually rotate it and then lock it down. So it's facing left or facing towards the back of the boat or the front of the boat. Uh Um, so we are working on, on a, a third version right now. Oh, very good. Yeah, I just don't have a plate yet. No, understand. The progress is always good, but it always takes a little while, right? But um, yeah, oh, that's yeah. Terrific. So, in in regards to the price of these, what what do you charge for these, Bill? Yeah. Okay, so the the smaller version is we have them online at sixty nine dollars, and uh, the larger version um, is seventy nine dollars. Okay. Yeah, well, like I like I mentioned, it, it's something that uh, is very affordable, and it's it's a it's a one and done, man. You're not going to buy another one of these unless you sell the boat and have to re rig it again. <laughs> that's right. that's right. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Uh, and you know, the nice thing about them is, if you actually want fishing with somebody else, you could take them out of your boat and you could take them over to their boat. Well, that's um, true. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you can, it's pretty versatile. Right. right. Pretty versatile. Well, well, very good. Uh, do you have a phone number that people can reach you at also, Tom, if they wanted to call and talk to you more about this? Yeah, sure. It's um, 260-409-9174. Very good. Very good. I'll be putting all of your contact information and that sort of thing in the, in the show notes of uh, our interview today. And so, People can uh, look you up there or they can go and listen to the uh, uh, podcast again. Gosh, man, we sure appreciate you coming on and, and sharing with us this great new product, Tom. Um, I just got a really good feeling that uh, you're going to take this thing to the top. And uh, um, just, again, we appreciate your time. I, well, I, I appreciate you having me on, Ted. I was uh, 
pleasantly surprised when I got your call a few weeks back and, and, uh, that you showed an interest in our product. But, you know, to, to that point, um, you know, you, we might've been doubting ourselves a little bit and then you had called and then actually I had, uh, Wayne channel TV uh, here in Fort Wayne call me and actually come out and do an interview. Um, and I actually ended up on the local news. So, um, so things turned around. So, um, wow. Wow, that's awesome, man. That, it, it, yeah, sky's the limit, my friend. Tom, thank you, thank you so much, man. We'd love to have you come back as a as a guest again here, uh, maybe later this next year, and and give us an update on new products and how you're doing and that sort of thing. Would you like to come back on? Oh, absolutely, I'd love to. Okay, I, I watch your podcast. I, I enjoy I enjoy your podcast. So oh. I'm learning some things. <laughs> I, what it's really what I'm really learning is. I want to go fish other places. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. Well, Tom, type lines, my friend, thank you so much again for being a guest on the uh, uh, Fish on Ted podcast, and it's been a real pleasure today. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Okay, thanks again. You are listening to the Fish on Ted podcast with your host, Ted Johnson.